America needs a tidal wave of the old-time religion. I have sinned against you. How dare you! We have no need to doubt God. The heart of Babylon is preparing the nations to receive the Antichrist. I didn't even build that house with money from the church. I built it with money from my book. I don't make this stuff up. Repenting of your sin. It is a moral issue. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. I just enjoy seeing people worship, <sighs> praising God. Hey, everybody, and welcome to... Believe It. Or Not. The show where we believe it. Or not. Not now. Not ever. Never. Well... No, never. Uh, there might be a time, but probably not. Most likely, no. 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 So, sorry. Um, I think first things first, uh, Trevor just told me that uh, uh, someone wants me to have a mic stand. Yes. I... Somebody tipped very nicely and said, get, get, that, get this boy a uh, mic stand. <laughs> we have mic stands. The thing is, I'm still... I, this is still new getting back to being in the same room with mm-hmm. Trev, and I, I just didn't remember to bring one. I'll bring one next time, so and, yeah. sorry. Or I'll pick one up. And or we'll, I'll pick one up. Yeah, We'll have one. We'll have one. Relax. Not next time, because we're, <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're right. two on the same day. Well, you're breaking the magic. A little peek behind little the peek curtain. Behind the curtain. You get to see how the sausages are made here. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of sausages. Oh, is that what this episode's about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. How did you know? I had, I had, a, I had a feeling. Um, we just went for dinner. Um, we had some Thai pie. Yeah. Uh, thai pie. Thai pie. <laughs> okay. And Thai food at a place called Pie. Yes. We went to Pie for Thai. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I was telling Damien about uh, on uh, how John uh, Oliver talked about uh, Ron DeSantis. Mm. And Ron DeSantis, this is all going to tie in. Uh, speaking of sausage, we went and had Thai food because they're both food. And then I go on to Ron DeSantis because he did this thing, uh, according to John uh, John Oliver, where he would pronounce Thai as thigh if he was on a date. And then if his date uh, corrected him, he would end it because uh, women shouldn't correct men, according to him. Um, and now he is a governor. <laughs> And probably on the ticket for the next president, maybe. And so that's something. And what he does is he's trying to create a little uh, dictatorship. Oh, yeah. Uh, in, in Florida. Mm. A little bit of a um, fascist regime, mm-hmm. I guess you'd call it. Yeah. Where he's burning all the books, uh, killing Mickey Mouse. Yeah, it's amazing the uh, the people who love to push freedom so much are the least. Th- they want the least freedom for people. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> they really love taking them away. They really, really do. But so long as you have your guns, who cares? Yeah. Uh, and one thing he did, uh, you know, about the buses or the planes to uh, Martha's Vineyard, he helped fly a bunch of uh, migrants. Right, right. Um, who are, in fact, human beings. He used them as a really as a prank. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's amazing that uh, we're just figuring that out. Yeah. Mm. Um. Do you know who William Murray is? A Bill Murray. Yeah. Not this. <laughs> not this Bill Murray. Oh. But like a different William. No, Murray. I don't actually. He was King Charles the First whipping boy. Okay. <laughs> you know what yeah. a whipping boy is? I, I've I've heard the name before. 
refresh my whipping boy basically if if when he when charles was a kid if he did something bad oh yeah he would get whipped he wouldn't get whipped his kid this other kid would get whipped sounds like a pretty good deal but then in exchange he does get to be like an earl and gets to like be rich the rest of his life after king charles is like not a kid anymore would you want that no no you wouldn't i wouldn't want to be whipped for someone else i think the fact that they make another kid do it is kind of weird yeah i could see like if it was already someone who was an adult and they had agency and they could say yeah you know what whip me make me rich yeah (laughs) or get someone who's like into being whipped yeah that's true but then does it really count as punishment yeah probably not Mm, probably not they have to suffer um he's what you call a scapegoat Yep. Um, another famous example of a scapegoat. Did you ever sing that song where it's like the cow, Mrs. O'Leary, and the cow's in the shed and kicks over the lantern? This sounds familiar. And then it's like, it's going to be a hot town and it's hot time in the old town tonight. Woo! Woo! <laughs> the, this story sounds familiar. Okay. The song, I don't know. Okay, because it was, a, I guess it was a parody of an old folk song. We used to sing it as a kid, as kids. Uh, but that's based on Catherine O'Leary. Mm. Um, she was blamed for the Chicago fire. Okay, that's probably where I've heard about Catherine yeah. O'Leary. Then, uh, but they don't really know how the Chicago fire started. Mm. But could have it, been a million things. Yes, yeah. but it, they said that her cow kicked over a lantern, and that's what caused it. Because mm-hmm. she was an Irish immigrant, there was a lot of anti-immigration stuff, so it just became the story that spread, and kids still sing about it. When did when did they stop having uh, anti-immigrant? discrimination uh that hasn't stopped yet oh okay i thought it stopped you know once we you know (laughs) developed as a society but i guess not huh not really wow okay and then jesus Mm. christ i guess was a bit of a scapegoat because he took on all our sins right so he was a scapegoat for all everyone's evils yeah is that the same though is it the same when you take the blame yourself probably not yeah because it was just kind of he was being crucified. He's like, no, I'm doing this for you. Yeah. I'm dying for all of you and your sins. Yeah. It was like, well, we didn't ask for that. And mm-hmm. you just kind of assumed. Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah. No, we don't. We definitely didn't ask for it. I'm good. I didn't ask for it. Yeah. But like, really, isn't that, is that what he did though? Like he went and he was being crucified. He's like, guys, trust me. It's fine. I'm dying for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of weak. Um. I'm going to do a quick uh, spoilers here. So maybe fast forward two minutes. No, for The Last of Us. Oh, okay. Um, you've played the games, right? I played the game. Oh, so so. I think it's the same ending. I'm sure it's fine. So yeah, now. Starting now. Um, but mm-hmm. So the last episode of the season is when they're going to kill Ellie in the hospital. And mm-hmm. he goes like, Matt, I'm going to save your life. Yeah. And I think that's a better example of a father than... God sacrificing his son. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, because it's like that moral conundrum of, you know, mm-hmm. killing her may save thousands. Yeah. But I don't want my daughter to be killed. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go on a murderous spree. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, if the Bible's any indication of anything, I don't think God's a good parent in any regard. No. Like, how many times did he do fucked up shit to people just to teach him a lesson? Yeah. Like, crazy stuff that, you know, if parents are doing, you're, like, gaslighting your children. Yeah. You're coercing them to do things. And then you're punishing them for doing actual good deeds and then rewarding them for doing bad things. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy. Like, if you... Would you lock your child in a dungeon yes. for eternity? Oh. Oh. 
just just for the simple sin of not loving you. Oh, really? Well, I mean, that's well, maybe they does, don't. Right? Maybe there's a reason they don't love you. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think I think if your kids don't love you, more often than not, it's not because you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not because of anything they've done. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe it is. I don't know, but I feel like there's probably a reason why they don't. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of times, yeah, there's there used to be this mentality that like. Um, oh, kids these days, they don't respect their parents. And now it's like, okay, well, what did the parents do to these kids right. that made it so that they they want to keep their distance or they want to, you know, yeah. cut off contact for a while or forever? Yeah. Well, I think, uh, I, I think there's a few reasons for that. I think one, just the way the family unit works and the, we're a little less uh, focused in one area as we might have been at one point, yeah. right? And we're not tied to like a religious standpoint yeah. or like a church standpoint as much. So people go away and they do their own thing. Yeah. Which they always did, but yeah. yeah. And then the internet and telling people, no, don't keep toxic people in your life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you do not have to do that. Um, no. So have you been following much? Uh, this is going to come out way after we record mm-hmm. it. Uh, but this is kind of new when we're recording it. But right. like the shooting in Tennessee, have you been following much about what's going I, on? There? I haven't. I've been pretty busy this week, but I have seen little bits about it. Yeah. So, I mean, basically, it was a Christian school. Mm-hmm. So, that old argument of um, we kicked God out of schools, right. that doesn't work. I did see that the school also had some past controversies too. Oh, I didn't see that. I saw something about yeah. that that like a few years ago there was some shit going on in yeah. that school. Already, Either way, so. like no kid deserves to get shot. No, 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 no. But like and then um but then the the shooter mm-hmm. might be trans? Oh. Probably is trans. Okay. But for me that was like at first they're like yeah, it was a woman shooter and I was like, "Oh, that's crazy. That never happens. And that's like, mm. it was a trans man. And then it's like, well, that makes more sense. Not because they're trans, but because it's a man and it's usually men. Right. Um, trans men are men. But um, now it's become a thing of a lot of right wingers are just latching onto this thing of it's because they were trans that they did it. Um, and then they, they're pointing at four mass shootings in the last five years where it was a trans person that did it. And if you think about how many mass shootings there are, yeah, haven't they had over like 40 since the beginning of this year? I think way more than that, yeah. The- so four and five years when you've probably had like hundreds, if yeah. not close to like a thousand yeah. mass shootings in the last five years. That's such a small percentage, which seems to be like in line with just population demographics. Yeah. But like, holy fuck, man, you can't disregard a school shooting and blame it on trans people. No. It's anything but guns. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. But othering. So I wanted to talk about othering today because right. scapegoating, but it's mm-hmm. like bigger than that. Right. And, um, yeah. And that just really, yeah, this, this whole idea of we don't want to look at this problem of kids getting shot by the guns because lobbyists have made it so that we can't even address that issue right so we're going to find an something else to blame and mm-hmm. it's always been the case whether it's video games or mm-hmm. rock music or bullying or whatever it is mm-hmm. it's always something besides yeah it's something to distract people from the real argument yeah yeah 
And um, and then when it becomes a target of it's because this group of people exists, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's when historically it's been very dangerous and um, people lives are lost. Yeah, and it's it's a very dangerous things um, thing. Um, obviously, I've been watching um, Man in the High Castle lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of it Nazis in that show. Yeah. And uh, I was telling you at dinner, like, the thing that scares me about it is, I think, how you can just picture people in your life who would be comfortable mm-hmm. in that world because it doesn't affect them. Yep. And that's the way they portray, if, like, most people aren't rebelling against the Nazis in the show. They're just kind of, like, going about their life. Yeah. Well, I mean, we talked about, I mean, even in our own lives, how much we do these things, yeah. you know, without necessarily like, again like we talk about the the continued poor treatment of indigenous communities in yeah. our country and in the states as well and elsewhere or you know even just so much of the stuff that's going on in the states but also yeah. in ontario right now stuff with like the green belt and like trying to privatize our health care again and yeah. all this shit and just defunding public services again and again and again and again and like i know i know i'm personally like pissed about it yeah but again it's it's also to the point where it's just like well what can i do you know and you just kind of keep going to a certain degree we're not like in the streets protesting like we were saying they are in in france over raising the uh, retirement age by a couple years there they have fires in the street and the garbage collectors stop picking up trash yeah we don't have that kind of collectivism here no we have yeah especially in canada it's like that whole be polite thing yeah where we don't get angry when we should get angry and we don't take to the streets when we should take to the streets i mean there's something to be said just like the sheer size of our country i feel makes that a little more complicated but i i don't think it's unreasonable to do no no so i don't know um, yeah i mean but yeah, like Nazi Germany is an mm-hmm. extreme example, but you see hints of it where it's yeah. like, it didn't start with, we're going to round every, all the Jews no, up and put them in a concentration camp. It it, started, it's incremental. Yeah, exactly. It started with, we have these problems. Here's a group of people we can blame for these problems. Yep. And um, it's easier to hate another group than to look at what actually needs to change in a society. And it's easier to fear another group than it is to. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. It it starts, it starts with a trickle and then it. Yeah. Uh, But I mean that, that happens in so many countries that what is, is it the, uh, like in, in China too, they're the same kind of things. Like all these things are happening with all these groups. And again, it's all the othering. It's like, this is why they're different. This is why we hate them. This is why it's okay to do all this terrible stuff to them but yeah yeah when nixon was running mm-hmm. civil like the midst of like civil rights protests and stuff like that yeah and he started on instead of like an actual like here's some policies he started on a fear-based we're all about law and order and you start right. to portray the protesters and people like standing up for their rights as lawless uh, instead right. of like protesters you're you're and we see this now with like, oh, it's not a protest, it's a mob or it's a riot. Right. Well, the thing and, about that too, in in this, isn't it in their constitution the right to protest? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So they're not 
only being lawful, they're exercising their constitutional rights, yep. which a lot of these fuckos are constantly going on about when it benefits them. Yeah. Oh, 100%. It's like point in case uh, gun lobbyists and those fucks. And that's the thing. I saw a few tweets from these right wing people where yeah. they're not, uh, they're, they're saying now that we should restrict guns to trans people. And it's like, so all of a sudden you're for background checks and, and gun control? Like when it comes to one group of people? Yeah. They don't see that as being discriminatory? Yeah. No, not at all. Because they they see it as these people are brainwashed or these people are like in this transgenderism cult or whatever the Oh, oh you the mean bullshit. like like the cult that they're in? Yeah. Yeah. They're not in a cult. They're, no, no. Know, <laughs> And uh, but yeah, you see this all the time, like uh, segregation. Obviously, that's mm-hmm. otherism, and um, apartheid. Mm-hmm. Obviously, and and it's not like this is the first <laughs> attack on, tra- on uh, trans people or like the LGBTQI community, IA community. Like that's been something for years, where they've been a scapegoat for any right. of the like harm or or mm-hmm. yeah. So, but um, yeah, what causes this, Damien? <laughs> like what causes otherism? Yeah. Oh, it's about shitty people who want to stay in control and in power. Yeah. So what better way to do that is to ostracize a, a vulnerable and marginalized group. Yeah. Um, and make them the bad guy. Uh, Paul Herzek was a Holocaust survivor, and he said, it didn't take long before the edict came out. Every Jew must wear a yellow star. This is the first time I realized that I'm different, even among my friends. Yeah, so according to the Canadian Museum for Human Rights, there's two big steps. Categorizing a group of people according to perceived differences, such as ethnicity, skin color, religion, gender, or sexual orientation. And then two, identifying that group as inferior and using an us-versus-them mentality to alienate this group. There's a guy named John A. Powell. I was watching some of his videos today. Right. So good. So he talks about how when there's big shifts in culture, like... Mm -hmm. Civil rights movement, it's kind of like post-war, post-depression. Yep. Um, there's so many changes happening in society that, especially like post-war, that instead of um, just saying, okay, we're all freaking out. <laughs> there's so many changes. Everybody's yeah. kind of scared. <laughs> instead of just dealing with that, this culture anxiety people use that to say the reason you're anxious is because of this group of people right so you identify what their difference is oh they're from ireland so they're different or they're they're gay so they're different or they're black so they're different you 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 point out that difference and you say not just like hey we have differences that's great we should all get along but you point out that different and say this is why this is happening Mm. and he also talks about um how our brain just evolutionarily were we do notice difference on a subconscious yeah, level. For sure. And when you don't address that and be like, uh, oh, yeah, I noticed this. I had this reaction. I had this bias. Mm-hmm. You can easily be manipulated into being like, oh, I right. had this instant reaction. Therefore, there must be something to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, again, that comes back to, I think so much of it is just like a socialization thing. Yeah. Like people who aren't exposed to a lot of these different communities on their day-to-day lives, right? Yeah. Like, I think that plays a huge factor in a lot of it. N- not to saying that, like, there's an exclusivity in that. There are tons of people who are 
exposed to different groups and ethnicities and still are bigoted fucking assholes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and he like he also talks too about like when you do, you need to interact with people who are different than you. Mm-hmm. But we have this tendency of like, oh, I'm going to be colorblind or I'm going right. to just find our similarities, which you do want to find your similarities. Yeah, for sure. But you also have to embrace that there's a difference. Mm-hmm. And when you embrace that there is a difference, you're telling that subconscious mind that like, I recognize this difference, but I'm acknowledging that differences are good. For sure. And so you're rewiring your own brain instead of feeding into this like idea of their difference, therefore... Yeah. I should be afraid or therefore we should, yeah. I mean, I think it's only natural that we look for uh, commonalities, you know, like it's yeah. how we relate to people. It's how we yeah. like can identify with that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean that everybody, everybody's different. Yeah. So exactly. Well, what are some signs mm. of othering of othering? Ooh, attributing positive qualities. So this is from a website called very well mind. <laughs> Uh, which is a great title. Uh, attributing yeah. positive qualities to people who are like you and negative qualities to people who are different than you. Okay, that feels biased. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, feeling distrustful or upset with people of social groups, even though you don't know anyone from that group. Yeah. Uh, refusing to interact with people because they are different from you uh, than your social group. Thinking that people outside your social group are not as intelligent, skilled, or as special as you and your group. Right. That just sounds like you're being an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, of- unless you're all friggin' Mensa scientists. Yeah. <laughs> then it makes sense that you think everyone's stupid. So. Yeah. Wow. But you know what they say. Thanks, geniuses. Everybody's smart in their own way. Right. Except... And then just kind of add a big, long beep there. And you can cut back to you being like, Trevor. No. Trevor, don't say that. <laughs> That's appalling, if true. <laughs> uh, yeah. And like you said, it's just a good way for leaders to mm-hmm. uh, leaders <laughs> to mm-hmm. take advantage of this. Um, have you seen that interview, the recent interview with Jon Stewart on CNN, where they were talking about... I don't think I have. But he's basically like, what do you do if you don't actually have any plans on how to run a country? You you create these culture wars, right? And yeah, and it's that's what they do. They yeah, uh, mega make America great again. It used to be great at some point, and then these immigrants came, so we have to build the wall, and we're gonna work on getting rid of all you know, non-white, non-Christians. Yeah, I think the big issue with like from the political side is so much of it is it's become less about actually wanting to help people, and it's become about making money yeah. for these people. Yeah. I think the big problem is as soon as we had politician as a career, that's when shit really kind of got fucked. Yeah. Because all that all they're trying to do is make as much money as they can for them and their friends. And then the lobbyists are just like putting money into them. Yep. And then they're pushing their agendas too. The fact that we allow corporations to do so much involved with the political spectrum is insane. The fact yeah. that there's no checks and balances for this stuff is it's bananas. Yeah that we've let it get as far as it is. And I mean, I don't really know what we can do without like a huge overhaul for yeah. the whole system, but there, it, there doesn't seem to be any actual care for uh, 
the actual people of the country, any country that we're dealing with right now. And like, Yeah, because something like causing division will mm-hmm. get you power, sure. For sure. But in the long run, what does it do for anybody? Right. And uh, like historically, like you just have to, you have to constantly pick new groups because you're constantly realizing that, oh yeah, just people are people. Yeah. Oh, this group isn't that bad. Oh no, you're right. We're wrong. Or those people were wrong. Those people are great. But right. what about this evil group? Yeah, and then I think the issue too that's also worse, like bad about it too, is that so many people are into that like pocket of someone else that you, even the ones who are genuine, you you can't really tell them who's actually sincere. And yeah, who's not too right. It yeah. just muddies the waters even further, and then that plays into the the shitty people's hands. Yeah, and then we get terrible people elected doing terrible things. Yeah, and then yeah, and then you get terms like. Uh, I don't even know if I should mm-hmm. say like uh, like a liberal and they they do a portmanteau portmanteau with um, a, a word for uh, mental disabilities. Oh yes, you know that term. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been called that a few times, and it's like so somebody because they're always the people who are like, oh, right. nobody can have opinions anymore. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. when your opinion is, I don't think we should openly mock a, a, a people group <laughs> then yeah. you're also now in this people group of yeah well my uh, my issue with things like that is these are the people i mean it's been parodied many times in other formats and much bigger platforms but so many of those people who are like you can't say anything around anymore you can't have an opinions like motherfuckers you're all having your opinions yeah you're sharing them on a global scale some of the times yeah half of these people are on fox news every night saying this what do you think you're doing you're saying it right there yeah there's a difference between having an opinion and then having consequences for those opinions exactly and they don't yeah. seem to understand the nuance between that because you can have your opinion but you're going to have to accept that most people think it's a shitty opinion. Yeah. And and you're either going to have to live with the consequences that maybe your opinion is bad. Yeah. Or you can just sh- like sh- shut up. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I And people always say, "Oh, oh no, somebody has a different opinion than you." When it's like I'm fine you're with that. saying like it's like, "Oh, I'm saying my opinion about your opinion." Right. That's <laughs> But again, those people who have those opinions, they're often very disparaging to one group or another yeah. they're toxic they're they're <laughs> like wh- why why would i why would i want to be why would i be happy about you having an opinion yeah where you are being bigoted racist yeah. sexist homophobic any of these things yeah. why that's that's not i mean it's an opinion but it's yeah. not something that i think people should be happy about i think we should think that's terrible <laughs> exactly and uh and like to go back to like the nazi thing and i think that's the thing too is like whenever mm-hmm. you compare someone like it like i'm sure we turn right. people off just by mentioning earlier about the holocaust like just mentioning that mm-hmm. um nazi germany because as soon as you bring up nazis people are like oh i'm out right. but it's like i would rather yep we nip it in the bud <laughs> before yeah. it gets to that state you know yeah. i would rather we're like just so you know, this is a dangerous ideology that can lead to these extremes. Yeah. Why don't we cut it off here 
and why don't we go uh, on a picnic together instead? You know, like yeah. I'm also like one other thing that I think is worrying about this is there are I think there are a lot of I don't want to say well-intentioned people, but people who I think under the right circumstances would realize that they're they're in a in a bad place, yeah. but I think a lot of people one don't like to admit when they're wrong. Yeah. And they feel like it's a personal attack when mm-hmm. their beliefs or values are challenged in that way. And then so many people are led astray by by the media, by the politicians and things yeah. like that to think that um, you're justified in, in reacting that way and saying these things like, yeah. oh, no, this is they're taking away your rights. They're doing this. Yeah. Even though the stuff you are saying is actually hurtful or out, I, I think a lot of times outdated. Yeah. And a lot of people still hold on to that stuff. And it's easier for them to fight back against that than to be like, oh, this thing that I thought was true for my whole life is actually a very terrible thing. Yeah. It's that sunk cost fallacy, too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Totally. I mean, which is, (laughs) you got to know when to cut it loose, man. You got to realize that it's okay to admit that you're wrong and make those changes. But I mean, that's so hard for people to do. Yeah. And I was thinking um, recently about, so I have a family member who years ago they had a, they went to this corner store that mm-hmm. we went to all the time. Um, right, I run, you've told me about this. Yeah, yes. run by Sorry. like oh no, it's okay. Like run by somebody who was an immigrant. I think mm-hmm. I yeah I I want to say Pakistan. Yep. But anyways, they were an immigrant from somewhere, and somebody saw them whenever they would take cash, it would go in a different drawer. Um, it, it would like it. I don't know. They said it didn't go through the machine. Whatever. Right. Okay. So they they pointed out like, oh look at that. They're they're when they take cash, they're not putting it through the system because they 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 want to cheat on their taxes. So they they took it as this person is cheating on their taxes because they saw them do something with the till rather than dropping into a safe box. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I mean that's something we would do at Starbucks. So mm-hmm. we drop anything, anything over a twenty. Yeah, yeah. we put it in the safe box. So it could have mm-hmm. been something as simple as that. Uh, mm-hmm. They're dropping in a safe box. We don't know what was happening. That turned into, um, if you're going to come to my country, at least pay taxes. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. My problem with that is how many uh, corporations and rich, affluent, fucking white people aren't paying taxes or paying their fair share and taking every loophole that they can to avoid paying their fair share and helping the social services that run this country. So you want to talk about... like. Uh, an immigrant family who owns a business and is contributing to society and yeah. their neighborhood in a positive way, you're going to give them shit about it. Yeah. Whereas so many fucking people who've lived in this country their whole lives do everything they can to fuck over the people that they, that live here. Yeah. So get the fuck out of here. You're going to, you're going to be mad about a few hundred dollars when there's people withholding billions of dollars in taxes from this country. Yeah. Meanwhile, raking in record profits and just like taking away from uh, uh, and the thing is, too, it's disgusting. because this was a family member, I could see the progression. Yeah. So it goes from that, and then it ends up being a lot of times what they do, mm-hmm. meaning all immigrants, a lot of times yeah. what they do is blah, blah, blah. So it turns from, I saw one guy, right. I assumed what they were doing, to all these immigrants, they come and they do this. Right. And that's how easily those dominoes fall of like... When you see just someone, not as a person, not as somebody who lives in your neighborhood and, like yeah. you said, offers a service to your neighborhood, when you're othering them immediately as, this isn't this isn't my neighbor, this is right. a, an immigrant, 
Um, and I'm going to judge what all immigrants do based on... I, I should also say, yeah. you don't have... Like, I'm not saying that's a requirement, though. You don't have to be a contributing member yeah. of the community in order to exactly. have yeah, value yeah. and worth yeah. and to be treated like a human being. That's not... Yeah. I, I was just making the comparison yeah. towards something else. Yeah. But yes, I completely agree. And again, that's just someone who is, because of the situation they're in and the influences that are working upon them, they're yeah. using those to take that situation and blow it into something else, right? Yeah, exactly. And they're constantly yeah. being reinforced, like, this is why they're bad, this is why they're bad, this is why your life is shit is because these people. Yeah. Where maybe it's maybe it's not those people, maybe it's the ones who are yeah. telling you that it's because of those people that your life is shit. Yeah. And, and now that you say that too about contributing, that's even like, just saying that, like, the way people treat homeless people yeah. because they see them as somebody who's 100%. not contributing. And it's like, you, well, you see them as a homeless person, not an unhoused person. Well, and who was, it, who was it who said that a society, a society's value is based on how they treat its most vulnerable? Who, yeah. Who, do you know who said that? Mm-hmm. It's a very, fa- I can't remember. Okay. We'll, we'll Jeff? look it up. It was probably Jeff. But yeah, that's, but, yeah. <sighs> and it's like, yeah, find. <laughs> if, mm-hmm. Like we said too, like sometimes your brain does th- things subconsciously, and for sure, what you have to do is you have to call yourself out. Yeah, <laughs> and that can suck sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unrelated. <laughs> this is completely unrelated, but I'm I'm gonna go on a brief tangent. Uh, on my other podcast, once we were talking, we did one of those would you rather's. Yeah, and it was uh, would you rather, um, get rid of all dogs or all cats in the world? Dogs. <laughs> great and i said i said the same thing yeah. but cody my co-host he said cats because dogs are useful and they do stuff and i'm like oh so their value is purely based on their use and <laughs> and he was just like no i just think that they you know they contribute and they do stuff I'm like okay so you're saying that the only reason dogs are there is or you would keep dogs is because of their worth yeah. and he was like no i'm trying to logic it out and i'm like okay buddy yeah and the thing is i wouldn't <laughs> want either no. to go because no, I no, love no, no. dogs too. I'm fine picking an arbitrary side. But, like yeah. I prefer cats, so I would choose cats. Yeah. I'm not gonna base it on worth. But yeah. I uh, messaged uh, my sibling Sam last night, and mm-hmm. I was like, if somebody came in, put a gun to your cat's head, and said, "If you don't kill one member of your family <laughs> right now, I will shoot your cat." Okay. Dot dot dot. Which family member would you kill? <laughs> do I? Can I get away with the murder? Uh, yeah. Is that part of the deal? That's okay, part of the deal. Cool, we can do that. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're listening, family. So we decided who it would be. Yeah. Because um, it's not going to be our cat. No. No. Like, how close in the family? Um, we, we said in last count. Okay. 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 So I'm kicked out of Christmas dinner. <laughs> well, I mean, if they're already listening to this, I feel like. Yeah, they're out. Yeah. They know who they are. <laughs> I should cut that, but probably won't. Whatever. Um, we kept it vague enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll beat that. Oh, oh my. I said his name. Uh, <laughs> you actually said... Uh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's... I think I could be wrong, because um, I, I just discovered him, but watch some stuff from John Powell. John A. Powell... Um, I capitalized it here, but everywhere I see it, it's not capitalized, and I think he prefers not to have any capitals in his name. Really? Yeah, and I, I don't know why, but every platform I saw him on, it's John A. Powell, no capitals. So it could be a religious thing. I'm not is, sure. it, is it a stylistic thing? Maybe, yeah. Interesting. 
really cool stuff on just like what 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 is what is his like um title you know what i mean like is he yeah. is he like a, is he like a scientist is he is he just like I an artist like professor professor but i don't know of what but you know what i mean like yeah. like is he like is he like an artist and he considers him stuff like that dealing with that kind of thing you know good question i mean it's not necessarily important for what we're doing i'm just because i just discovered him today so i don't know a lot but i like what i like the cut of his jib yeah what's a jib it's, i think it's like a a knot you tie mm. on a boat. Oh. Uh, what's a boat? It's like a sail. What? <laughs> boat. Uh, yes, sails are sail. Sail. Uh, anyways, any other thoughts on othering? Ah, man. You know what? It's uh it's a whole fun time. Yeah. And we've we've been doing it for our whole our whole existence as yeah. a species. I feel like I could have tied it in better with religion and like the theme of this podcast, but I feel like it just fits in with so much. Yeah, of like the I discord think, that. Yeah, I think you can. I think you can make inf- inferences about yeah. how it ties in with that. I don't know if it's. Well, I mean, the way the Muslim population was treated after nine sure. eleven, um, mm-hmm. and and the way the LGBTQIA mm-hmm. population has been treated in general by religious people, I think is a yeah. great example of othering and how religion can be used to, right. to put two groups against each other. Yeah. And that, that's always my thing is like so much of it is they, they push it as something like they're threatening your values or yeah. something, I guess. And they're, they're doing something to you when it has nothing to do with you yeah and most of the people who are so concerned about this are trying to push things that are going to affect other people's lives so i'm just like the hypocrisy is insane to me yeah the fact that it's just like rules for thee but not for me kind of thing it's uh, yeah it's gross it's it's really it's really gross and it's like even to bring it back to like abortion like yeah um you other people who have had abortions as or will have abortions as like just these evil women who want to kill babies and are Oh, but if they need and, one, it's okay yeah. because it, it was just a matter of circumstance. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's well, a different situation for them. Mm-hmm. Fucking pieces of shit. Yeah. That's what they are. Yep. And I don't use the word slut, but it just felt like... That yeah, no, you were using it, it as the, in, yeah. in context of that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the other thing too is that restricting access to that is making things more dangerous you're causing more deaths and more harm as well a lot of times anti-abortion stances come in tandem with a lack of sexual education and a regression of these things which we've seen time and time again that proper sexual education talking about these things and access to safe and clean medical care in these situations it goes down. Abortions go down. Yeah. There's less deaths. There's less instances of this shit happening, and there's less need for it because people are informed. Yeah. They're safe. They're healthy. And I just, I, ah. yeah. I mean, you, you do you really think you're going to stop people from getting abortions by yeah. banning them? All you're doing is criminalizing people for nothing, yeah. and then making them make drastic and difficult choices. Yeah. I mean, look at Lauren Boebert, who yeah. is the worst, but because she's been touting this like abstinence-only education kind of thing for a while, it doesn't work. And now she's a grandma at thirty-six, and it's like, how do you think that happens? Yeah, because you're a fucking idiot. That's yeah. why. 
I've been using a lot of colorful language this episode. <laughs> and then she breaks a bit on stage, like, I'm going to be a grandma. It's like, your 17-year-old getting a 15-year-old pregnant isn't something to brag about That's, on stage. Yeah. 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 That's right. not good. No. That's not good. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, should we thank some patrons? Yeah, let's thank the patrons. Well, it's actually going to be just me thanking the patrons, I think. That's okay. So, Trevor, but, thank the patrons. Yeah. Oh my God! Wow! Thank you so much! Oh, oh thank you! Oh, thank you! Thank you so much! Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Bible study. Um, first of all, huge prayer requests for Damien. Damien couldn't be with us today because he's in another country. Um, apparently, there is more than one country, and Damien is in another one. Uh, so we pray that the Lord protects him from the uh, foreigners in uh, the UK. And I just pray that uh, he gets, uh, there's a hedge protection around his, around him and, and Cassie, and that they have uh, traveling mercies. And uh, we just lift them up to you right now. Uh, but first, I have some other prayer requests. Uh, I have a huge prayer request for uh, Anthony and for Leah and for Hank and a huge prayer request for Sarah and for Andrea and for Harold. We just lift them all up to you. And may you also put that uh, protection hedge around them. And then if uh, you feel like you have time, may you also put a... Uh, a moat of protection around them as well so that they feel even more uh, safe. And I just pray right now, Lord, that you put a bunch of uh, metaphorical alligators in the um, miraculous moat that uh, you have created around the edge of protection. Uh, I just uh, pray this all in your name. And as well, we have a very special prayer request for uh, Lindsay, um, Lindsay's been out uh, watching films in the movie theater, and uh, we, of course, that is very wrong. And um, and there's also rumors that they've been uh, dancing and uh, kicking off their Sunday shoes. And um, we just pray right now that they will find the light and follow that light out of the darkness of seeing the newest Minions movie. And as well, a huge prayer request for uh, Squatch. Squatch has been drinking um, sparkling cider. Um, sparkling cider, of course, is a sin to drink because it um, we're supposed to stay away from all appearances of evil. And since someone might think it's champagne, um, of course, we cannot partake in that. So Squatch 79, we just um, lift them up in prayer and, and ask that the Lord take away this temptation to have carbonation in their apple juice. And um, I just pray right now as well for Connor. Um, Connor has been doing the most evil, evil of all things, and that is playing the Christian version of Magic the Gathering, uh, which does exist um, and again, that has to be a sin because it's based on a sinful game. So all around, so many sins. Um, and of course, they've all been kicking off their Sunday shoes as well and dancing and um, getting footloose. 
and some of them have been getting fancy free. So we just lift them all up to you in the name of um, all the gods that we currently believe in. Amen. And now Christian Rock Lyric and Damien will magically be back. Can't you see you're not making Christianity better? You're just making rock and roll worse. Damien! Do you like to rock? Uh, I've been known to rock from now and then. What about rolling? Oh, I don't roll. I get dizzy. Uh, Actually, I wouldn't mind rolling. It's fine. Oh. (laughs) I found a particularly bad song. Oh. Um... Apparently, the band isn't as bad in some of their other songs, but this song is really, really bad. Okay. Um, the song is called Soul Bait. The song is called Soul Bait? And the band is called <laughs> Code of Ethics. Oh, my God. I think Soul Bait's a better band name, but yeah, it is a bad name. That's what I thought it was at first, too. And then I could be wrong, but like the song does talk about being Soul Bait, so I think that's the name of the song, and then the band mm. is Code of Ethics. Maybe it switched. Maybe it's the other way. Like yeah. their band name got the name from a song. Yeah. You know? But this song goes <clears throat> Flash the darkness, fill the night, turn the love into light. We're the ones, the ones he said to lead the lost to arms outspread, shine a light, and they will see, be a hook, and set them free. Because it's true that we're all soul bait. When they see me, do they see you? Do they see something else? I do. Dangle me on a line in a bowl where fish are blind. Shine a light and they will see. Be a hook and set them free because it's true that we are soul bait. What does soul bait mean? We're trying to... Okay, so in the Bible they say we're fishers of men because we've got to get men... To be Jesus lovers. So we're trying to lure we're men to into lure, our into our layers. Into our layers, yeah. <laughs> we're trying to get their soul. Yeah, we're trying to be for sirens Jesus. for Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Soul bait. Ugh. It just sounds gross. I think the best portrayal of a siren, we were just talking about how you need to watch this show. Mm-hmm. But what we do in the shadows, there's a siren on that. That mm. is the funniest thing in comedy <laughs> history. So Funniest thing in wow. comedy history. Okay. So watch that. I'll have to. Uh, but this song's really bad. Check it out on the uh, internets if you want to hear it. Yeah, I got to hear the chords and like the yeah. melody. And, cause... It goes like this. Oh, no, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Can you imagine that? I, I could actually. I could imagine that. I don't want to, but I can. Yeah, I mean, this isn't the worst lyrics I've heard for some of the Christian rock stuff. Oh, it's bad, though. It's not good. Yeah. But I feel like hearing the song itself would really push it over the edge. Yeah. Um, I think. Deep water, my destiny. Oh, be, be a, a neon, neon effigy. effigy. It's uh, true that we are all soulmates. What the hell does that mean? Yeah. And it too, sounds too close to jailbait. That's what I was thinking, yeah. too. Yeah. Just didn't want to be that guy. Yeah. No, I was thinking that. Yeah. Anyways, thanks, everybody. Hope you have a beautiful day. Thanks. Goodbye. Work, work, work. Sky Moon. (laughs) This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 